Hello, my fellow health and safety professionals. We are coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Fonz, Laverne and Shirley, and beer. How could it get any better than that? This is Ted Speaks Live, Episode 1, My Why, Why Safety. Our podcast will focus on keeping people safe, families together, and growing your career in short 8 to 10 minute segments. I am your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. I have over 25 years of health and safety experience in both manufacturing and construction. I have started my career in the field and worked my way up to safety director. I also coach football. With this being my background, I want to share my experiences with you to improve your career and your company. To give you a little background, I went to college for law enforcement. I love to work with people and help people. I did this as a police officer for a few years, but I knew that there was just something more for me. As I changed careers, this one experience that I'm going to share with you from a summer job that I had working for a dairy company, it is a place that I enjoyed working. Only issue was trying to get up at 5 a.m. For a college kid, this wasn't an easy thing. I really didn't know what health and safety was. I didn't really care either. I talked a lot, but I wanted to listen. And really, I only cared about getting money for college. On this day, it was one of those hot, sticky, late July days. My duty was to be the company runner. What exactly that meant was exactly what it said, to be the runner for the company, to go get this or get that. We had a company picnic coming up that particular afternoon at 2 o'clock. It was a golf course, and I had a tea time of 2.15, and I had to work until 1 o'clock. This kind of lets you know where I was in my state of mind. Our employer was a very good employer that would allow us to go down and take a shower approximately 10 minutes early before the end of shift. As I was heading down to the showers to get ready to take on my coworkers, at least that's what I told them, that I was going to beat them in golf. As I headed to the locker room, the phone rang. It was my site supervisor, and he wanted me to go get another pallet of butter and bring it up to the production floor before I left for that day. I hung up the phone and ran down to the basement of the facility where the butter was stored in a huge refrigerator. I opened the door and saw several pallets of butter. These pallets of butter weighed approximately 2,000 pounds or one ton. The pallets had 36 blocks of butter on one pallet that was wrapped in shrink wrap to keep them together. I got a hand jack and went to the first pallet I saw of butter. We were supposed to get the oldest. This took some time to move things around. And after all, I had a 215 golf time, and it was approximately 12.52 at this time. My first rule that I ignored was the quality rule. I pumped up the pallet as fast as I could. I then pulled the pallet jack backwards and moving it. I pulled it in and made a 180 so that I could push it into a freight elevator. The freight elevator was an old original freight elevator that went three different levels, basement, production level, and operations floor. The basement and the operations floor elevator lined up perfectly each and every time, but the production floor, the middle floor, didn't. If you want it to be level, you had to make sure you had an eyeball on it and that you pushed the stop button at the right time. If it didn't line up perfectly, you had to redo until you had it right. I've done this many a times. This sometimes took a while for me to correct. So I pushed the button of the elevator, came down to the basement, and was lined up perfectly with the floor, as it always does. To get to the elevator, I had to open two different gates that guarded the shaft and guarded the elevator itself. 
I lifted both gates, went back to the pallet jack, and pushed it into the elevator, pulled the jack out, and put the gates back down. I pushed the button to go up. The elevator isn't big enough for the pallet and people. It was a small freight elevator. So I pushed a button and ran upstairs as fast as I could go. I got there before the elevator reached the second level. Don't think I was fast or anything. The elevator was just slow and old. As I got closer to the floor, I pushed the stop button. You only had to push two different buttons, either green or red. Green for go, red for stop. Seems simple enough, right? Even for a college kid. I really pushed the button too soon, and it stopped approximately a quarter inch before the elevation of the floor. I pulled the gates up and looked, and clearly saw that it wasn't level. I had a choice to make, to level it out like I was trained or operate a power jack that I wasn't trained with at all. Hmm, what do you think I would do in a situation like this, a young college kid that has a golf time of 2.15? So I grabbed the power jack, lined it up with the elevator, and went slowly and cautiously into the elevator to pick up the butter. I couldn't get the forks underneath the pallet because the elevator wasn't even with the floor. So what I did is I backed up the power jack as far as I could go, lowered the forks as low as I could go, and went as fast as I possibly could. And it worked. I was so happy. I couldn't believe that I had it to work. The only issue, though, was, as I looked at it, was the whole power jack went into the elevator. This was not a good thing. That meant that the wheel was in the elevator, and I had to find a way to get it out of the elevator. I was in trouble, no doubt about it, and I had a 2.15 tea time, and it was almost 1 o'clock now. As I looked down at the quarter-inch difference, I thought of the different options I could go with. I was stuck. I couldn't move the power jack anymore because the gates wouldn't come down with it in there. So, as any good employee would do in this type of situation, I made the most of it. Rather than taking off every block of butter, which would have taken a long time, I would have missed my tea time, I chose to go back and forth with the power jack in the elevator. Back and forth, back and forth. Finally, I got the momentum that I really needed in that power jack and got over that quarter-inch difference. I got the wheel out of the elevator, then the whole pallet. I was going straight back, watching the load the whole time. I didn't want those boxes to go flying all over and then have to restack it or redo it. Again, that was a lot of time. I was backing up at a good speed. I had to get it out of the elevator. Everything seemed to be going right for me. I was going to be able to make my delivery on time and make my golf game. Not so fast, Ted. As I was backing straight back, not watching behind me, I started to turn the power jack. As I did, my right foot hit a pallet behind me, stopped me in my tracks. But the power jack had too much steam and it ran over my foot. The boxes of 50-pound butter went flying everywhere. I was pinned my foot underneath the wheel. I never felt so much pain in all of my life. I was lucky because the company bought me steel toe shoes, which I did not want, but they purchased those for me and made me, and it probably saved my foot, if not my toes. I wasn't going to make that tea time any longer. As my coworkers came running to me, they didn't say very much. The look on their faces pretty much said it all. The pain just kept increasing. I went to the ER. Once at the ER, I was given drugs for the pain. I had x-rays and given crutches and told I would be fine. I asked if it was broken. 
they said no, and that I could return to work in a matter of few days. This was really before the big push of return to work as it is in today's world. So I sat home for a few days because they did not have any light duty available, and I thought I was in heaven. It was only two days later that I was able to get back to work. I went back to work for about two weeks and was in a tremendous amount of pain. I even went up to our site supervisor to see if I could see the doctor again. I remember him saying very firmly, you were checked out, get back to work. And I did. I was a young kid. A few days later, I received a call at home from the hospital. Now you have to remember, we didn't have cell phones back then. This was a landline. The nurse told me that my foot was broke in three different spots. And how was it doing in the cast? I told her, what? She said that it was broken in three spots. All of a sudden, the nurse got very nervous when I told her that I had been working for three weeks and in a lot of pain. She immediately told me I could not go back to work and that I had to go see a doctor, a specialist. I felt this kind of funny because I had been working for three weeks. What was the difference? Surprisingly, my foot healed fairly good on its own, and I was able to return to work. But they explained that the reason I had so much pain was because I wasn't in a cast. And I kind of thought to myself, duh. The supervisor later commented to me, the same one that I asked to go see the doctor, said, hmm, you must have been in pain. At first, I blamed the company, for it was all their fault. But I soon realized that really it was my fault. I made a lot of bad choices that particular day. I had so many opportunities to do the right thing, but I chose not to. I was more concerned about my golf game than I was anything else. Guess how much golf I played that summer? None. This event really stuck with me. I was only a young kid who thought I knew everything, but I didn't. I have a reminder every time the weather changes in my foot to this day. I feel the pain of new weather coming in in my foot. This is one of the reasons why I am so passionate about health and safety. It is about keeping people safe and families safe. The small experiences we have during our life impact us some point different ways. I feel that the pain when employees get hurt, and I want to stop that. This is why I created this podcast for professionals such as yourself to work together in the workplace to make our homes and workplaces safe. We can do this together. Thanks for listening to Ted Speaks Live with Ted Carew, your positive safety coach. I want to hear your whys at safety at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com and maybe share it with others. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out at www.healthandsafetynow.com or leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Join us next week to talk about culture change. Have a super safe week. Thank you.